Is it me? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Smash. Susie. What was, what was the game? No, I don't want to play any more games. I have done a lot of things in my past. Hi, sisters. I did it. Hello, and welcome to What's on Your Feed. I'm Rose Confetti. And my name is Henny Soy, and we are both on Wajak Nunga Buja. On this podcast, we talk about what's on our feeds, what's making us giggle, what's making us laugh, what's making us cry. What else? What's making us angry? Yes, often angry. <laughs> what's making us grossed out? Sometimes that comes oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're talking nacho pools. <laughs> oh, not <laughs> the nacho pool. What are we talking about on today's episode, Henny? We're going to be talking about musical theatre restaurants <laughs> great that's all one thing <laughs> stunning canon events but first rose you've had a spiritual experience you've been oh. visited by crystal jesus <laughs> i have Henny. i was scrolling through tiktok and <laughs> this video popped up which like you said was a very spiritual video which is very unusual for me i'm going to send you a link and okay. Before we get into the audio, I'd just like you to describe to me what this looks like, what you're seeing on screen. I'm seeing white Jesus. <laughs> yep, what white yep. people, what white Christian extremists think <laughs> Jesus look like. Yes, yes. Man with long brown hair and beard in a V-neck shirt with mm-hmm. a crystal necklace hanging around his neck. Yes, and he's very much filling the whole screen right like it really is just a profile (laughs) shot of him and he's speaking really directly into the camera like we have been visited his account is called healing and beyond oh my god is part of this healing like turning water into wine so now that you've had the description (laughs) this is what audio was accompanying that video if this video has found you right now then this is no coincidence because the universe has sent me to you during this time to help you with weight loss and to help speed up your metabolism. If you accept this energy healing today, then all you need to do is simply nod or say, I accept. Why is he Australian? I don't know. I, that is one of the most perplexing things about the whole thing. He's got this really strong Australian accent. So he's clearly Australian. Like that's not a fake accent. And like, sorry, mate, you're not speeding up my metabolism with your crystal. Like it's just, it's not happening. Like I, I really don't want to shit on people who like this stuff because if it makes you feel better and it makes you feel inspired, that's great. But like. Rosemary, not- you're just not accepting it. You're not opening up your third eye. Come on. <laughs> He always says in the videos, if you accept, you need to like write, I accept in the comments. You need to say like, thank you and all this stuff. And so like just his little snippet of the videos that are the video titles that are on this channel. We've got weight loss healing, money block remover to receive financial freedom, protection against energy vampires, opening your third eye, energy healing for pain, aura cleanse. So like he's got it all. (laughs) He's He's a one stop shop. Here's one stop shop for whatever voodoo magic bullshit this is. Henny, <laughs> how many followers do you think this account has? Oh god, you never know with these sorts of things, but I'm maybe like a hundred thousand. It's nearly a million, Whoa. it's over 900,000, which I find crazy. But I guess it's because you have to, if you want to accept what. <laughs> 
this guy is offering you have to write i accept and so people comment people are like i'm just gonna take the chance why not like Mm. if it works it works Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm, is there an mm -hmm. issue in that in believing that this could potentially be a legit thing I don't think so. As far as like, unless just giving him money, like he definitely does sell things. Like, and mm. he, I went on his website and uh, you could get, for example, um, Reiki sessions over like Zoom, oh, um, which does seem a little <laughs> bit, because uh, that's the kind of like healing where someone doesn't put their hands on you. They just like give you vibes. And to do that <laughs> over Zoom kind of seems kind of weird to me, but you know, go off. Uh, but unless you're giving him money, I suppose it's kind of harmless to like use these things as inspiration. But I did jump into the comments to be like, there's got to be other people who are like, whoa, this is a part of TikTok I didn't know existed. This is kind of a little bit funny. Most people were just like saying, I accept and like, thank you. And like, I needed this. But there were a lot of people, this is what really made me laugh, who called him Crystal Jesus. White crystal Jesus, rock Jesus, and Australian Jesus. <laughs> I was about to say, this is the most white person shit. Like, how much more could you potentially appropriate? I'm on his website now, and we've got fucking energy cleansing smudge kits. Not like that's from any particular culture around the world that you're appropriating, for fuck's sake. It's Why? So funny. Why do white people insist on doing this shit? Like, I'd almost prefer him to just be a crazy Christian because because then at least he's not appropriating anything. Oh, my God. Oh, God, I just saw this incense wood holder and it's a praying hands, but, like, the image hadn't loaded yet and it looked like a butt plug. (laughs) If this was all a cover for some, like, very adult sales, I think I'd always be more into it. If you don't want to open your third eye, then skip this video, because in today's healing session, I am going to cleanse and purify the entirety of your mind, body, and soul. So it has come to my attention that not everyone knows that musical theatre restaurants exist. The lack of culture some people have. No, <laughs> I no. Well, say that with know, sarcasm. No, it's just people, I think, who um, just don't watch TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> or didn't watch Glee. I know people who are into musicals and I was talking to a friend and I sent her this video from a performer slash comedian um, their name on TikTok is Moldoga. You might know them for the iconic audio of them pretending to be Jenny Humphrey from Gossip Girl. Do you know that one where it's like, no. Dad, <laughs> not your little love. <laughs> yeah, I have. I do know what that is. Dad, you can't do this. I want to go to fashion school. I'm not your little girl anymore. I don't eat your waffles, Dad. Dad, you can't do that. iconic but she makes lots of skits and videos and one that went viral recently was her mocking or recreating what it would be like trying to have a serious conversation in one of these musical theater restaurants (laughs) okay good 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 like you're great i just don't think i just don't think that we're compatible and i don't think maybe i'm not enough for what you need This would be me, though. I would go, let's go to the restaurant and proceed to trauma dump on you. (laughs) She's not far off. These are kind of what happens at these restaurants. So what are they? They go viral on TikTok constantly. There are a few around. um, Most of them are in New York and there are two 
really popular ones. One is called Gail's Broadway Rose and the other one is called Stardust Diner. And they both serve food like a regular restaurant, but all the servers are, quote, aspiring musical theatre performers. Perfect. I want them to only be aspiring. I don't want them to be established. I need them to be. Yes, they aspiring. need that yearning. Yes. <laughs> when I'm eating my like gnocchi for dinner, I need them working hard in the back. It's so obnoxious. It's like, I know the people who chose to go to the restaurant chose to go there and knew what they were getting into, but there's something so obnoxious about the waiters singing into a microphone (laughs) while you're trying to eat. Uh, What about this one? This one is the Stardust Diner, and this one you really see how they have to juggle their role actually serving tables, taking orders, going to the kitchen and singing. She's like serving what looks like a spider, like a Coke with ice cream on top. And she's singing with a microphone in the other hand. She's singing while she's like getting things out of the fridge. This is such hard work. I know, right? They're really putting their entire being into these roles. So I have developed a list of some issues I have with these restaurants. (gasps) Granted, I will be attending... If I go to New York anytime soon, if American can get the gun problem under control. (laughs) That pest problem. (laughs) And the Trump problem under control. Yeah. I will be attending these diners at some point. So my first issue is, is that when you go to these restaurants, you have to be prepared to have no conversation with the people you're going with. Yeah. It is dinner and a show. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) My second question is... When you're going, are we tipping the performers extra for, I mean, the waiters extra for performing? Like I've seen videos of, you know, as we just talked about, they're putting in orders, they are serving tables at the same time. Making coffee with the microphone shoved down their shirt. (laughs) All these dual roles. There's even one of the Gales Diners um, servers, her name is Tori. She made a video highlighting all the different things you have to do while taking orders. Hi there, welcome. Just so you know, you have about 30 seconds to place your drink orders before the beginning of Defying Gravity starts playing and I have to go stand on a chair and belt for the next five minutes. So no pressure. This looks like such a hard job. So what's the go here? Am I paying extra mm. for this? I need to know because we're Aussies. We don't get tipping culture. So no. I need to be aware of these things before I go. All right. Second thing I've got to take issue with, and I can, I'm can i going to have to describe this one for everybody because it's not necessarily an audio issue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes, particularly at the Stardust Diner, they like to little get a little bit extra with their performances. I'm talking throwing confetti. <gasps> okay, I'm on board. But throwing confetti while people have food and drink out. So you've got confetti less on board. landing yeah, less on board. into your food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As the confetti correspondent, no food with the confetti. That is that is confetti where it should not be. And I am disgusted by it. 
And then they've recently started using fucking leaf blowers, like wind <gasps> machines. So they'll be That's pointing camp. it up at a performer who, by the way, is performing on top of a booth. So these booths are back to back and they have a slither of space between them, like a little walkway. It's incredibly unsafe. We're getting to that in a second. And these people who are sitting at these booths trying to, you know, turn around to look at this performer also getting hit by fucking wind in their face oh. from a leaf blower. <laughs> Oh, and this is where you get to something that I was thinking about, which is the non-consensual participation, I think, by audience participation, because I think that if you were going, you are basically signing away your rights to not participate. You know, like you have to participate. You might have a wind You're also signing away your right to have a meal, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be eating paper with it. (laughs) Okay, my last thing is a safety concern. Mm. We're standing on chairs, booths, tables, in between tables. I've seen them leaning off of balconies. Gals, we're not on Broadway just yet. And when we are, (laughs) you're going to be in harnesses for these sorts of things. There's going to be safety precautions. (laughs) Is it, I, I, I don't know if they think this is some sort of training session that they're going through. Get my acrobatics in. <laughs> but this is really life-threatening work. <laughs> I hope they get some danger money. When you know when you work a dangerous job and you get a little bit extra money. Oh, my goodness. They bloody deserve it. I guess this all ties <laughs> back into the tipping as well. Like, are we tipping for the fact that they're, you know, performing bloody circus acts too? I don't know. And I'm starting to think maybe we should because in America they don't have very good health insurance. And do we need to be compensating for their lost voices, mm. broken legs and spilled hot coffee that they occur- that occurred during their performance? I'm waiting for the time where a former server comes out and says, I was permanently injured at Stardust Diner and now I will never be able to pursue my Broadway dreams. <gasps> no! That was the whole point. That would be so heartbreaking. By the way, all these people are incredibly talented. Yes, yeah, 100%. Like, they do deserve, and I think we can see that they've got stamina, they've got versatility, they've got charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Yes. And deserve to be on Broadway. If I was a casting director, I would just show up there, be like, Yes. Audition's done. Audition done. Coffee, (laughs) less than than good. (laughs) Although I'm sure some casting directors would kind of vibe with the fact that they get to eat and drink while watching auditions. I'd happily do most of my work that way. (laughs) Over the weekend, Henny, a friend turned to me and said, what the hell is a canon event? Have you heard people using the term canon event? I've seen a handful of people use the term, but I don't know what it means. So please inform me (laughs) because I need to know. I'm so confused. (laughs) I had heard it said a few times which I'll explain why in a moment, but I didn't realize it was becoming such a thing. And then doing this research, I've now realized it's like a big thing. So I'm here to help everyone who hasn't noticed this really sneak up into everyone's vocabulary. So canon events. When you think about a big book series or movie series or TV series, there's all those kind of historical events that occurred in the lead up to the end, basically. So if you think about what a character has gone through 
to make them who they are, whether it's a family member dying, whether it's a hardship they had to go through Mm -hmm. to get to that end point. Those things had to happen. They are canon. They did happen. They had to happen to get to the end point. Okay, I get it. It's a reaction. It's one after the other. Yes, and it's very much like... The reason that why I kind of knew what this was because it happens on book talk a lot. So canon events are things that have happened in your life that had to happen. They're probably traumatic. <laughs> you probably look back and go, oop, didn't like that. But they were canon. They had to mm-hmm. happen. And sometimes that relates to other people. So some examples are uh, an account called Poppy Butt, which made me laugh. <laughs> Made a video saying, me watching every every newly out LGBTQ middle schooler get that godforsaken haircut. It's a canon event and I cannot intervene. Uh, and then Peach PRC, you edit it and it's herself with a p- pixie cut. So like every queer middle schooler gets a pixie cut, but you can't intervene because that's a canon event. It has to happen. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes, yes. They're pivotal <laughs> life moments. Yes. But they also play into cliches as well. Yes. Or stereotypes. Yes, yes. A hundred percent. So some of the good ones that I have seen are when my middle school sister is in the phase where she takes selfies and covers her face, (laughs) which I thought was pretty good. Definitely went through that phase. Me watching every teenage girl get into her first situationship with a medium ugly guy that bears a striking resemblance to the rat from Flushed Away. Oh, no. (laughs) I feel like we've seen that. Um, But basically, yeah, if you're hearing people talk about things being a canon event, it's probably a trauma that they went through, but it had to happen to get them to where they are today. Or it's just a really essential part of growing up or being that stereotype or whatever it is I think an example one of my friends said when they were asking about it was like a teenage gay boy buying skinny jeans (laughs) you can't stop it it's a it's a it's a canon event Um, (laughs) does that explain some of the that really helps I really appreciate that and it's putting into context things I have seen so I understand it now thank you for this dictionary moment (laughs) We needed this. Now, in your free time, feel free to go forward and use a canon event in your vocabulary. That's your homework. (laughs) Uh, Go out and try to describe something as a canon event and hopefully appear young and cool to your young friends. Oh, okay. I will give it my best shot. (laughs) That's all we have time for on this week's episode of What's On Your Feed. But we want to know what's been on your feed, so make sure... You come and say hey on What's On Your Feed pod on Instagram. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.